views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. It's great to have you here. we got a great, great show for all of you today. It's all about happiness. Yay, Benny. Can we say that with a smile? Oh, I've been saying it with a smile. We're happy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, happy, happy, happy. <laughs> I know it was a rough day yesterday, but you know what? We're going to push through okay. it and look, gonna, look sure. at the future. We're going to have a happiness makeover. Uh-huh. We're going to learn how we can teach ourselves to enjoy every day. Boom. Including today. Boom. Boom. That's exactly right. Boom. <laughs> That's what we're going to do today. Ah, I know I'm saying that, but ow, what a heartbreaker. Yep. Yeah, that could be a Pat Benatar song right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everybody didn't eat too many of those chicken wings or cupcakes or whatever you're eating, but uh, today is a new day. You can go do the Nutribullet cleanse if you want. (laughs) We've got a great show for everybody today. MJ Ryan is joining us here today. The book and the message for today is the happiness makeover. The happiness makeover. Yeah. This is something that for those of you out there, this is really kind of cool because imagine Imagine us being able to step into happiness 24-7. Imagine us being at that place where we learn some tools, learn how to be there so that we can experience life to the fullest. MJ Ryan is uh, joining me here today, creator of the New York Times bestselling Random Acts of Kindness and the author of How to Survive Change. You didn't ask for. Boy, I know that one pretty well. The Power of Patience, Attitudes of Gratitudes, among others. She's contributor editor to Health.com. Good Housekeeping has appeared on the Today Show and hundreds of radio programs. We're great, thrilled to have her here today to talk about ah, her latest, and that is the happiness makeover. You know, what is it about our lives that enables us to even think the thought that we could be, that we can be happier? MJ, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. I'm delighted to be with you. So, you know, not everybody believes that they can be happy. Uh, Not everybody believes that, you know, happiness is something that, you know, we actually have uh, or play a part in. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, clearly the book is called The Happiness Makeover. You know, have you ever had uh, challenges in your own life? where you've really had to 
think about whether or not happiness was a choice? And then how did you overcome those obstacles? Yeah, I mean, so first of all, um, I'm not trying to imply that we actually can be happy 24-7, no matter what's going on. I mean, there are real things in life that, that are difficult or sad or angry making that are legitimate. But what's your baseline when those things aren't happening? That's the real the question. You know, there's breakups, there's there's all kinds, of, you know, there's financial problems. But when things are generally going okay, when the when the bad thing isn't happening, what's your state? That's really what the question is. And for me, what I discovered was when I was young was that my state was zero or less when there was nothing bad happening because I was either worrying that something bad was about to become around the corner or, frankly, I just didn't, I didn't even know what it meant really to be happy. And so that's why really I've written all the books that I have. It's been in a quest for, to help myself and other people learn the positive attitudes that help us be happy when things are going generally okay. And, uh, you know, I said that on purpose because, you know, uh, I've been doing this show for 13 years and I've gotten to talk with a lot of people, about 9,000 plus interviews. And I've, I've seen us go through, uh, let me just call them stages. And one of the stages that I remember talking about, especially when the movie The Secret came out, uh-huh, right. was, come on, get the happiness switch. All you need to do is flip that puppy on and there you go. You can be happy on the inside. Well, I got to tell you, you know, at the one yard line yesterday, at the end of that game, I don't know that anybody in the room with me, by the way, was <laughs> doing the happy dance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but then, but then that, so that's a temporary situation yeah. that then, you know, you get over it. And then, again, then where's your baseline after that? What we've learned from science is that 50% of us, so first of all, that there is a happiness set point that's biological, right? So some of us are set downward and we kind of feel all the time, and others of no matter what's happening, and others of us feel generally upbeat all the time. Well, that's what the happiness makeover is really about, which is that for those of us who are downwardly, uh, has a set point that's low, we can actually learn specific ways of looking at the world and relating to ourselves that will actually bring that number up. And therefore, we'll feel generally better most of the time. I love this. I love the part. Well, I love a lot of things about what you've written and what you talk about. But when I got to the part in the book where I started to read about, uh, okay, the question, what's your happiness myth? I thought, oh, I got to about this a little bit you know tell us a little bit about that question because for me as I started to read that I, I, I could feel myself immediately kind of say is I don't have a myth and then by the time I was done reading it I was like yeah I do so and <laughs> what did you discover about yourself <laughs> well, what I discovered about myself was that when 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 happiness shows up for me in my life I believe it's not real sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I have, this, I have this, I have this myth, this story that I can tell myself from times is, wait a minute, I, you know, is this really happiness or is this an illusion, Pat? You know, mm-hmm. so I have that little myth about whether happiness or not is real and the moments that actually it's real. 
Yeah, and so there we also have this, uh, there, there's a lot of superstition around happiness. Like, if you get too happy, then the bad thing is going to strike you. And this has certain, certain religions kind of teach people this, and certain cultures do that, which is that, you know, because otherwise you're going to attract the bad, the bad uh, energy if you let it know that you're happy, right? I mean, it, the extremes are the cultures that don't name children until they're a year old because they don't want the bad spirits to know that they're even alive. <laughs> and so um, so what are the myths that you have that hold you back? Mine is if I'm not worrying if I, all the time, then the bad thing will happen. No, bad things are going to happen or not. They're not dependent on my worrying about it. Perhaps maybe some, doing something proactive sometimes about certain issues might help, but the worry itself doesn't keep the bad things away. Well, you know, you talk about, you know, you ask us the question, um, and I believe it's something like this. I apologize if I don't get it exactly right. Something about, you know, what is a myth that's holding us back from feeling, and I think you used the term maximum happiness right now. Maximum. Can you talk about maximum happiness? Well, I mean, I mean maximum for you. Again, yeah. um, you know, I think different people have, you know, different temperaments. We're born, we're born you know, a certain way, but for you, how can we be, ha how can you be happier? You know, often for us, it's, uh, I'm thinking about my husband, everything has to be wonderful before I can be happy. Well, guess what? <laughs> Not everything is going to be wonderful all the time. And so we keep ourselves from having as wonderful an experience and, and, and feeling as good about ourselves and our lives as, um, as we can when we have that myth, right? That everything has to be perfect before we can, we can uh, feel that. Well, then when, when's that day going to happen? Right? Exactly. And, you know, part of this too, and, and I'd love for you to talk about this as well, is we react to, you know, there could be five people in the room and have the same kind of event happen. Right. And the five people will probably act different, differently about it. Uh, I mean, doesn't that really factor in? We're not, totally. We're not like off-the-shelf models of who we are, right? No, absolutely it's true. And a lot of this is what's—it's got to do with the stories that we tell ourselves about what what's happened. The expert in this is a guy named Martin Seligman, and he's written about what he calls learned optimism. And he says that people who are optimistic, who are generally upbeat and happy, when something happens, they. They tell themselves a particular story. They say, hey, this good thing's happening because I'm good, <laughs> because I've done something to make this thing happen, even if it's only to be charming and wonderful. <laughs> um, when bad things happen, they, the, those upbeat people tell themselves, well, it's not really my fault. Other, you know, there's other reasons why this thing's happening. Um, it's not going to last forever, and there's still other good things in my life. And when those of us who are generally downbeat and pessimistic, we have a completely different story. Our story is when bad things happen to us, we think they're permanent, meaning it's never going to change. Personal, meaning it's all because fate has <laughs> decreed that I should suffer um, or it's all my fault. And pervasive, meaning this one thing is ruining my entire life. Wow. And so just just what you said, those same people had the same thing happen. And the stories that they tell themselves to explain why it's happened determines whether they're happy or sad. 
Well, I got you something interesting. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about what's so bad about getting your hopes up. And <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what happened. I mean, and we'll talk about this when we come back. You know, uh, a number of years ago, I, I said, you know what? I, I think I think we're going to be able to buy gas that's under $2 a gallon. You know, I, I think we're going to be able to do that again. And I have to tell you, I don't really know many other people that said, yeah, you're right. We will. You know, mo- much of what was said was never going to happen in your lifetime. You know, once it's up there, it'll never go back down. I paid a dollar forty nine a gallon to fill my car up this weekend. And so let's talk about what this means, this hope thing and how it relates to happiness or not. MJ Ryan joining me here today. The Happiness Makeover. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Put a little woohoo in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile making, attitude adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K E E S, please.com? Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. 
called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. This is amazing. I'm so glad to have MJ Ryan joining us here today because, you know, it's really cool to have her say, you know what? Not everybody's going to have that affinity to be happy, happy, happy. You know, we get to talk about who we really are and what we want more of. You know, I, I was reading, I was, MJ, I was reading your book, right? And I was kind of like, okay, wait, I'm gonna, she's going to talk about hope here. Uh, and what's so bad about getting your hopes up? Some people would say it is a bad thing. It's bad. Don't get your hopes up. Why? You, what's the, what's so, the worst thing that can happen is that they don't get fulfilled. But in the meantime, while you're hoping for it, you feel better. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, exactly. And again, you're not influencing the outcome with hope. Or maybe actually you are. You know, there's all these things about the new physics that say, that we, uh, you know, that we're not totally in charge of what happens, but we can actually influence it by our attitude. So the fact that we hope for it, it might actually increase the possibility of it happening. Even if it doesn't, again, we're going to feel better while we're hoping than, than uh, if we don't hope. And part of what you said is also before, you and I were talking during the break, and, you know, you asked me a bit about myself. And I said to you, you know, I've, I've just been called eternal optimist, uh, Pollyanna Patty, you know, those kinds of things, because I generally am happy. Um, and somebody said, well, you just have the happiness gene. But then there are people that are not happy. Glass is never going to be full, let alone half full. Uh, and so I wanted to, to talk with you about that in terms of identifying those things as you talk about in the book. Those that do make you unhappy, and why is it important for us to identify those? Well, I think there's because there's some sometimes there's just important things that we need to know about so that we can do something about them, right? If we don't like our job, well, then maybe there's a way to get a different job. You know, if we're unhappy about our relationship, maybe we can work to make it better. So there's object, objectively looking at what's not working is important in order to be able to see what can we do to make it better. And then there's those things. Then there's the rest of our attitude towards life, which says, okay, those things are true and what is it that I can, can I that I can enjoy and appreciate today? What is it that I can focus on that maybe will give me some more energy to deal with whatever these things are that are being hard? Now, one of the things when I did the research for this book that I loved discovering was it was Aristotle, the philosopher, who said there's two pathways to happiness, and one is what he called the path of fulfillment, and that's finding the things that to do to, to offer to the world that we really love and enjoy doing. And the other is the path of contentment, which is appreciating the simple pleasures of life and what we do have, and that's all about gratitude and appreciation and, and, and enjoyment and satisfaction and recognizing the good we've got. So 
what I love is to think about when I work with people, which of these, we have a tendency, some of us, to have one or the other of these, but not both developed in ourselves very much, or mm-hmm. some of us don't know have either, and some of us have both. So how do you rank on those two? Do you a sense of fulfillment of what you're doing in terms of work, whether that's for pay or not, and um, a sense of contentment and appreciation for the good things that you do have? Mm. Um, you know, I was also mentioning, too, that, you know, I was talking about the fact that there's there's new information coming about about antidepressants. Why? Because there are new antidepressants coming out. Um, and, you know, it was interesting that I was thinking about that. And I put a flag on one of the pages in your book uh, that talks about worry. Is worry a constant companion? So isn't it interesting that in my brain, I put what you wrote about worry and antidepressant information in the same kind of brain cell that I have on this? Yeah, tell Um, me what the connection for you is. Well, well, the connection for me is that, you know, when I think about antidepressants and I think about depression, and and I know a lot about this, my mother was depressed and actually committed suicide. So for me... There's always been a gap between the relationship between worry and the what I believe is a downhill spiral of it and how depressed we can get about things that haven't happened yet mm-hmm. because I've been there myself. And mm-hmm. so that's the connection for me. Right, and, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. The realization so, is pill, potion, and lotion is available. Yes, and in, sometimes some people need it, both in terms yeah. of for anxiety and which is this really intense worry, right, that's generalized, um, or, depre- or depression or both, because their biochemistry is so such that um, that's, they really need those supports. Mm-hmm. But the research shows is that even for people who do, do that biochemical help, it also helps them to learn these positive attitudes <laughs> so that that even people who are severely depressed, even if people are on antidepressants, if they also practice these uh, practice of gratitude and practices of, of trying to enjoy as much as you can, then you're going to feel even better than you do if you, ha- if you don't do those things. Mm-hmm. So, but the worry thing is yeah, I'm well, an expert. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have, uh, I would always say I'd be a millionaire if I only got paid a penny for every time I worried. Right. Um, and so I can tell you that worry, the, and, and uh, I should say all my friends are therapists, so I've been given every single technique in the world to deal with worry. Um, and the very best thing that ever worked for me is practicing gratitude in the moment. Mm. So because worry is always about the future, even if it's only five minutes from now, right? The bad thing that's going to come down later Possibly, as you said, it doesn't even necessarily happen, but it's always in the future. And appreciation, gratitude brings us to this very second, right this minute, when that bad thing hasn't happened. So I live in California. I used to worry a lot about earthquakes, right? Right. So I was like, oh, no, my daughter's out. What if there's an earthquake? Yes, and in this moment, she's fine, and I so appreciate the fact that she's fine, and I love her like that. I'm really grateful that she's fine right now. So it brings you right to now, and which helps me be much happier. Well, and you know, I mean, I agree with you. We're, you know, I'm not saying that we don't really have situations, and you, you really touched upon it, levels of anxiety. 
you know, I, I, I read a research article recently that said that, you know, there are generations that have come, especially after 9-11, where the levels of anxiety and fear have been so part of the daily life, you know, that there is this general state of anxiety. I don't know, you know, if, if, if that's a place I like to go because I don't like to globalize uh, information, but clearly we have become the antidepressant society uh, in, in more instances than not. You know, do we, as you said, someone said to me, don't have expectations about anything. And you talk about this in the book. I certainly don't live in that world. I do have expectations. Uh, am I okay with that, uh, uh, MJ? Am I okay with having expectations? Well, I think it's interesting. We can. Uh, has it, there's a fine line between want, intention, wanting mm-hmm. have something to happen, right, and putting our energy towards that, and not yet not being attached to it. it it's like it's it's. It's a tri- it's a it's a paradox. I think um, it's like we you want something to, you can hope for with your whole heart. You can intend for something. You can you know ex- expect that as a result of of your efforts it will happen. But then it might not. Right? It might not happen because this life is not always under our control. In fact, very little of it is under our control. And so things happen outside of ourselves that affect that. And so if we can say, well, I really tried really hard and I feel disappointed, but the expectation thing is the way I think one of the big happiness killers. I want to ex- yeah, expect it for yeah. sure to turn out our way. Well, I want to ask you also about the relationship between, you know, what you've discovered about happiness. And we're going to talk about this too, uh, about how to adjust our happiness set point and our need for control. Is there a relationship between control or quote, a need for control and happiness are they you know inversely related or is there are they not related well i think they're probably inversely related because <laughs> the degree to which we need and require things to turn out the way that we want them and to, that they we get to be in charge of you know there's there there's only so much we are completely and totally in charge of and a set, what what's interesting is the really the only thing we're in charge of, of is how we respond to our lives into our circumstances, and that we have tremendous choice over, and that's really what the happiness makeover is all about, is taking control of the things that we can control about our own mental state so we feel better. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to give you lots of information about MJ. Uh, definitely going to tell you how you can get a copy of the book. When we come back, we're going to talk about, yeah, can we change that set point? And what are some of the what are some of the activities that we can incorporate into our lives? What works and perhaps what doesn't? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. 
Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. It's here, the 23rd Annual Women of Wisdom Conference, February 12th through the 16th. This year's theme is I Am We, Hearts Connecting Communities. Join us Valentine's Day. Maiden Mother Crone by Sinner Saint Burlesque will entertain, challenge, empower, confuse, embrace, and deeply engage the audience, weaving feminist activism and our sensory exploration for both ancient and modern myths about the feminine. Community building events include open space world cafe dialogues with inspirational Jane to explore important issues to women and a teen activist panel interwoven with intergenerational dialogues. Find out all the details at www.womenofwisdom.org. That's www.womenofwisdom.org. Register for a half day workshop and bring a friend for 40% off. Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today. everybody welcome back the happiness makeover teach yourself to enjoy every day uh joining me here the author of this book mj ryan uh we're talking about the many many things she's included in this book but you know one of the things that uh, mj that i think is great is that you give us options and you talk about that and and i love that you already pointed out that yeah not everybody has the same happiness set point just like we learned about metabolism right uh, before we get into this, please let folks know the best way to find out more about you and get a copy of the book. www.mj-ryan.com. And the book is available online and in bookstores. So uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble, or, uh, there's a link on, from my, from, on my website to the stores. So uh, that's how you can get it. All right, cool. Thank you. So, you know, now we're talking about, okay, we, we have pretty good idea of happiness, what it is, what it isn't, so to speak, and much more in the book. 
but you also then talk about this set point. Can you talk a little bit about what it is? Because then, you know, then what you talk about is now the makeover, how we can right. change that. Something so we- it's actually about a biological, a genetic uh-huh. uh, predisposition to feel a certain way um, then that is independent of the circumstances. That's what's so interesting. And the research on this has been, has been people in extreme circumstances, both happy and heart. So, for instance, people who become paralyzed or people who win the, win the lottery, temporarily what they've discovered is your, your happiness quotient goes up or down depending on whether the thing is good or bad. But eventually you return to the state that you were in before the thing happened. <laughs> That's how powerful the set point is. Um, so, but, the, but the interesting thing is that there's been lots of, of new research that says if your set point is low and you want to do something about it, there's lots of great things you can do that will permanently begin to raise it. Um, so uh, the research comes from Barbara Friedrichsen at the University of, uh, at Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that, again, that we can't deny difficult feelings, but if, that if we try to create a ratio of positive to negative feelings of five to one, then we create our happiness gets higher and higher. It becomes like a, a, a spiral that in general get, makes our lives better and us feel better. Um, so there's really specific practices, a lot of the, which I have in the book I'm going to give in a minute, that can really help do that. So you really can change your set point with work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the work is to be able to recognize when you're having a negative thought, which is triggering the feel-bad part of yourself. So, again, part of what this says, let me step back for a second, is that our feelings follow our thoughts. If I think something scary or so fearful or angry or pessimistic or gloomy, I'm then, I activate the part of my brain that, that gives me a little hit of the, of the uh, stress hormones. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. When instead I think something positive, appreciative, hopeful, uh, optimistic, I activate the part of my brain that gives me a little hit of the feel-good hormones. So literally, we're bathing our body minds all day long by our thoughts. And so the happiness makeover idea is the idea of, first of all, recognize when you're having a thought and what it's doing to you, and then choosing to to substitute a better thought that will then activate you feeling a little bit better. So, again, if I'm worried that my child is at home, and I start to think, oh, maybe she's in a car crash. Oh, maybe she broke over the boyfriend. This is what my mind does. Yeah. Um, then I recognize I'm doing that. Oh, I'm starting to stress myself out, and probably she's just wandering around every good time, right? Right. So I, I stop and I go, wait a minute. She's probably fine. She accidentally let her, left her phone here, so she can't tell you where she is, but she's super responsible. She will be home when she said she'd be, like that. Right. That's a happiness makeover. Now I feel better, and I feel more present to the situation that you and I are in right now, and less worried. You know, this is really, when we think about this, this is really part of the conversation that says, yeah, you know, uh, we can 
we can do things differently in our lives and nobody else can do it for us. There's this idea in life. And, you know, I mean, there's a famous line, right? From the, um, uh, from the, 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 the Jerry Maguire film at the end, you know, when, when Renee Zellweger turns to uh, Tom Cruise and says, you complete me. And, Many, many women across the country believe that said, yes, that is right. Others are like, oh, um, so this idea of being responsible for our own happiness. Don't you think that's something that we really have to get in line with? Not everybody believes that. Uh, is, is that right? Well, I think, yes, I think that this, we confuse two things. One is that we only we can be responsible for our, our happiness, right? And so we yeah. and we can do the things that 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 are good for us, like catching ourselves when we have bad thoughts and substituting better ones. Um, but it is also true that we are influenced by other people. I mean, first of all, there's all this fascinating new research. It's part of it's because our emotional systems are what's called open loop, meaning they're contagious. Yeah. So we catch feelings from other people. So if you're around really gloomy, negative people, what happens to you? Oh, you start, gloomy, negative. You start to feel bad, or at least not as good as you did before, right? It's literally feelings are contagious. That They've discovered that's why when people hang out together, they all start to, you know, if people are obese and more people are like they're in their circle are likely to be obese. And same with depression. It's like it, it's catching. Um and so who we hang out with and um, <laughs> matters to our feelings. Right. It's hard to, even if we're trying to be happy ourselves, to resist against all of that energy that is actually, actually um, affecting our mood is hard. Um, but so, so people are influenced all the time. And it's true that wonderful relationships do help us make, make us happier, whether they're love or friendship. It, but that doesn't mean that even if we don't have them, that we can't work on being happier. Well, yeah. I mean, this is really kind of the discovery. And, and, and you know, what you've done is really wonderful because we, sometimes we simply don't have the tools. We don't know what, where to begin. Where do you begin? What would you say to people, you know, yeah. than what we've just talked about? You know, where do we begin? So I would say the easiest way to begin is with a daily practice. Mm-hmm. Um, of, at the end of the day, asking yourself three questions. What did I enjoy today? What did I appreciate today? And what am I satisfied about today? And then challenge yourself, even if it's your impulse to go, nothing, nothing. (laughs) Challenge yourself to really come up with something. And recognize that those good things were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Repeat those three questions for people again, because I, I just want everybody to have an opportunity. I just got a ping. Folks said, OK, one more time. And by the way, if you sure. miss any part of this, uh, this uh, conversation here, you could definitely uh, listen to the archive. But one more time. What are those three? Sure. Questions? What did I enjoy today? Yep. What did I appreciate today? And what am I satisfied about today? Enjoyment, appreciation, satisfaction. They're three of the positive thoughts that create happier feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When When I talk about this book, many, many, many times 
people come to me who want to help other people feel happy. (laughs) Their spouse, their sister, their kid. How can I make these people happier? Well, you can't. That was I I say that. And giving them a lecture doesn't work. But asking these kinds of questions might help without the lecture. So, honey, what did you enjoy today? Like that. Right. 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 One of the things that I I wanted to ask you about is happiness and money. Happiness and money. Uh, I know you address it in the book, um, but I I just have to bring it up. I know, because we all still believe that money will make us happy, even though there is no, no, no evidence to the contrary. And in in fact, all kinds of research that shows, in some sense, the opposite. One of the most interesting studies was done a bunch of years ago now, but it's a telling ratio anyway. So So everyone thinks money will make them happier. The question is just how much, right? So right. people who make 25000 they think 30 will make them happier. People who make like 40 think 80 <laughs> And people who make 100 think it's like 200 So do you see how the ratio just keeps increasing? Right. It's, we, we, we all believe that the money will make a difference, and we just, we, the more we have, the more we think more is needed. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but yet every time, you know, we hear the song or the chimes, uh, we think about, you know, what it might be like without money. Well, I'm going to take a short break when we come back. You know, one of the things you talk about, and for those of you out there, we're, you know, we're talking about the happiness makeover. MJ Ryan is my very special guest today. You know, one of the things that you do talk about is lose yourself in something. We're going to talk about this when we come back. What does that mean to lose yourself in something and to also remember that we always have choices? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. You never feel happy. Never feel happy. No, you won't. Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Shocker Sound System. Each week, you will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Changemakers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, the arts, education, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit TheDrJulieShow.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area. 
Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Get sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660. What if there was no right or wrong way to be a great parent? Join Access Consciousness facilitator Glenna Rice as she and Dr. Pat invite you to be the questionable parents you truly are and empower you to know and give the awareness required to create ease and joy with your children. Join Dr. Pat and Glenna as they focus on parenting for the modern family. Tune in every month to the Dr. Pat Show on air and online at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have you joining us here, tuning us in and turning us on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of that. Uh, Joining me here today is MJ Ryan. We're talking about the happiness makeover. Yeah, MJ, thank you so much again for joining us on the show today. You know, you did want to add a few things about uh, money before we hop over to. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, you know, I, I, even though we always say money really doesn't buy happiness, the yeah. reality is, of course, if you are, if your basic needs aren't being met, if you're, if you're struggling, then that's a different story, right? And right. so the, you know, my dad who grew up in the ghetto and in Boston used to say, I've been rich and I've been poor and I'd rather be rich. He was never rich, but in his mind, he was because he wasn't starving anymore, right, and didn't have to fight his way to work every day. Right. Um, but, you know, there's a, there are basic needs. You know, there's a whole Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you're struggling to eat and struggling for shelter, then it's really darn hard to be happy, right? Right. And so um, I don't want to minimize that. But what I do want to say is that beyond those basics, once those basics are taken care of, the rest of it, um, we can get really caught up in the right thinking we need this, that, or the other thing that actually really doesn't bring us the happiness that we want, right? 
Right. Um, right. But I get that too, you know, having grown up in that kind of environment myself, you know, the, you know, rich becomes relative when you're growing up in a family where, you know, having substantial things to eat, having clothes, you know, becomes something uh, of, of a luxury in a lot of cases. So yeah, thank you for saying that. Uh, especially given, you know, some of the, some of the, the times that folks have gone through here lately. Um, and, you know, and, and that does really open up the door for what we do put our attention on, what we focus on, you know, and that's what you talk about in the book. I mean, you talk about this idea of not just focusing, you know, but doing something and finding different ways to think about the things we do. So I'd love for you to talk about that. Yeah, so so one of the things that's interesting, and it's apropos, actually, if people are struggling, because it turns out that people who have less are more generous in general than people who have more, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, proportionally, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And this comes to the whole issue of generosity and giving as a happiness uh, pathway, right? Mm-hmm. There's been lots and lots of research showing that, that, that the more we give to other people, whether that's our time, our attention, um, even a random act of kindness, um, the happier we feel. In mm-hmm. fact, there's actually years after I wrote the book on random acts of kindness, there was a study done that people did five acts of kindness a week, and they looked at how happy they were before, and they looked at how happy they were after, and they had lingering upward levels of being happy because they, they recognized that they could take actions in there and that would make other people feel a little bit better. And when we focus on someone else rather than ourselves, we feel better. Right. And, and so when we're looking at doing these things, and uh, isn't there a place for us to look at some of the things that are already in our lives and yeah. how we approach them? You know, big conversations about work, like my job, don't like my job, like my boss, don't like my boss. Yes. Yeah. And so that's why, that's why the practice of satisfaction and appreciation, that daily practice, I think is so important. Because we can take the situation and say, this is awful and rotten, and I don't like this, and I don't like that about it, which all of which is true. Or we can say, yes, that's true, and I'm glad I have a job. I'm glad I get to go and see these people. You know, it's like you start can focus on what about this do I enjoy, can I appreciate, is a good thing, right? And, again, noticing those things are going to make us feel a little happier, even within the circumstance. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing to talk about, too, here in these last couple of minutes. This whole idea uh, uh, of having happiness be a a choice. You know, having us be able to make those those changes that we're talking about here. And, you know, we're not getting to everything that you're talking about. You give us a, a great list of ways to go about, you know, this happiness makeover, right? Um but the idea of happiness being a choice, I think, is really difficult for some people to wrap their minds around. What have you discovered about that? I guess what I say is we're making a choice anyway. <laughs> we just don't know it. Our minds have deeply grouped habits. If we're not happy, then they have a deeply grouped habit of choosing to look at what's rotten, unpleasant, huh. uncomfortable, painful all the time. Or the ten- things that potentially, for those of us who are chronic warriors, they aren't even happening. We're, we're afraid they're going to happen. Okay, so our brains are already doing that. Right. And so we have freedom. There's, all, there's 
all kinds of studies now that show that we can change that. We can choose to um, instead focus on on more positive things and therefore feel better, at least a little bit. Not necessarily like a guarantee feeling wonderful. You never, might never turn into Pollyanna, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, but more more happy, more satisfied, more able to enjoy life, more able to connect with other people and and have people want to be around us as opposed to being, you know, trying to avoid us because we're so gloomy. Right. So, um, but it's a choice we have, some of us have to make every day. I still, I have been working on this for 20 years, and I still have to catch myself when I worry. I still have to catch myself when I look on the the bad side of how it's never going to work out. And I have to notice that I'm doing that and go, whoa, 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 whoa. Do I want to vote for that with my imagination? <laughs> or do I want to choose to um, to think about something or look at this in a way that's going to make me feel at least a little bit better? Well, and, you know, this is really part of really what we get to look at, as you pointed out so beautifully, and in, in looking at the happiness makeover. Um, you know, for people that are listening, and you certainly did share – um, about where to get started, and I love that. You know, what can you say about keeping the momentum going? going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think part of it is really looking, at, like what I, when I work with people, I say, you know, do something for like a week. Don't say you're going to do this for the rest of your life. The brain doesn't like things that are too hard. This is a new habit, so to make a new habit, make the time frame short. You know, for a week, I'm going to do a practice of gratitude with my family around the table. Or for a week, I'm going to try to catch myself every time I have a worry thought and, and think about something uh, that is going to turn out okay. Just pick a time, and, and pick a thing you're going to do and try it for a week. And then notice, do I actually feel better? <laughs> <laughs> and if the answer is yes, go for it. Keep on going. Try other things. Try mo- do that more. Uh, if it doesn't, then don't, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you have to... Momentum is created when you recognize that you're having an effect, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens instead is we go, oh, yeah, I want to do this, and then we don't make it possible to do. So, so the other thing is you've got to have a reminder from the outside at the beginning because you will not remember. You need a sticker. You need a beeper on your phone. You need a thing that says what could be right right now or, or whatever it is that will help you remember to do this thing, and then hopefully you'll begin to feel better, and therefore that, that will create the momentum to keep on practicing. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, tell us one last time how we can find out more about you and how folks can get a copy of yeah. your book. It, my website is mj-ryan.com, and uh, the book is available everywhere online and in stores. Thank you so much. Thank wow. you so much, Dr. Sure. Pat. You bet. Uh, everyone, thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, and if you've missed any part of anything, you can go to the drpatshow.com. Certainly take a look at us at Facebook, at the Dr. Pat Show, uh, Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show, and much more. A uh, lot of things said today, everyone. A lot of things for us to to soak in. But on another note... You know, we do congratulate the Seattle Seahawks for playing their hearts out. And I think that's the one thing that all of us can say, you know, for those people that did decide to show up yesterday. You know, there was a game that was played from the heart. And I think so many of us appreciated that. 
Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on, and we'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. The 23rd Annual Women of Wisdom Conference, February 12th through the 16th. This year's theme is I Am We, Hearts Connecting Communities. Join us Valentine's Day. Maiden Mother Crone by Sinner Saint Burlesque will entertain, challenge, empower, confuse, embrace, and deeply engage the audience, weaving feminist activism and our sensory exploration for both ancient and modern myths about the feminine. Community building events include open space world cafe dialogues with inspirational Jane to explore important issues to women and a teen activist panel interwoven with intergenerational dialogues. Find out all the details at www.womenofwisdom.org. That's www.womenofwisdom.org. Register for a half day workshop and bring a friend for 40% off. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Ari Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Ari has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area.